0: It is the Field Talk Podcast, bringing you another episode. It is me, Field Talk Benzi, with...
1: Oh, Field Talk Jeff. Yeah, you mean... I don't know. I didn't know you were going to throw that softball to me like that. Sorry. Hi, guys.
0: You didn't <laughs> knock it out of the park. You hit it to first. It was,
1: first. A, it was um, a bunch. That was a bunch. Straight out. Uh, no, I guess, a yeah, a bunch.
0: <laughs> Weaker than anything. Um, but, yes, we are bringing you... Today, the Premier League preview for Match Week 12. We're just going to go over some predictions. Jay, you got four to dub?
1: Uh, no, I don't have four to dub tonight. And I think we covered it. Dub. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, as we uh proceed through the show, I could probably put one together. I'm pretty sure. Hot topics. Well, you know, whenever that comes out, we could probably... I'll figure it out. We'll let it know. Uh, right now, we're going to on a case-by-case basis, we might have a for the dub. We might not have a for the dub. Okay.
0: Um, if you're new, please consider liking and subscribing, uh, subscribing and then liking, uh, whichever. Or both. Your boat. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. That works too. Um, you can also follow us on the go on streaming apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Anchor. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, so yeah, those are available to you. Are you excited for this um, Premier League weekend, Jay?
1: oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, at first it took a took a blow, Champions League wise, but now, I'm, now you know, a couple of days now, so yeah, I'm excited, bro. Uh, the league is still there for the taking, uh, as far as my team goes, and there's some good games this weekend. So yeah, I'm definitely excited. Yeah.
0: Well, I would say that your teams. Uh, Game, yeah, and you're lucky it's not on Peacock. So,
1: oh my God, yeah, because I have I have friends that told me that Peacock, then they don't have Peacock, then I'm you know I going through. To sh-
0: get to that man because you I'm know I was excited like as well. Up. Well, because I had reason <laughs> to believe. You know what I'm saying, like a, a person who should not be named in my family, who I love. She'll murder me. Uh, (laughs) Got me hyped, and I was like, okay. I was like, let's do this. I was like, I have access now. But she doesn't know how to work technology. So, (laughs) 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 you know, you got – I got hoodwinked. So, that's that. Um, All right. uh, We'll hop into uh, predictions uh, for the games going on this weekend. We have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday – no Monday because Premier League is going to take a turn, and I don't know if it's for the worse or for the betterment of certain clubs. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I had a question. Oh, do you can you can you grab the 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 standings for me? So after we're done with scores, we can we
1: can roll through that. Yes, I got the, I got the table right here for you.
0: All right, for sure, for sure. Um, so the first game starting tomorrow. Friday, 11th, December, is Leeds United hosting West Ham. West Ham being the team that your club, Manchester United, defeated last weekend. Leeds being defeated by Chelsea, right? Yes. Uh, This game is at 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 Pacific. And it is not on Peacock, so you'll be able to watch it on NBC and whatever broadcasting network that. Bruns in your state or country. <laughs> um Leeds coming off a loss. They both coming off three one losses. Both great teams this season. Um Leeds surprisingly, just as West Ham is, because we know Moyas has not been <laughs> as hot as he's been in the last couple seasons. Um, but he was brought back to West Ham and he's doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, so, for sure.
0: I always back my boy Moyes. I'm going to continue to back my boy Moyes. <laughs> I got a 3-2 West Ham win over Leeds.
1: Uh, I think this is going to actually be a, like when you look at it on paper, it doesn't look like it's going to be a good game. But the way that Moyes has, Moyes, I'm sorry, has West Ham playing this season, mm-hmm. and then the way that Leeds is going to play. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go three-three actually on this one. Benji's special.
0: special. Okay. I mean, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. It's funny you say that. On paper, it doesn't look good, but to be fair, on paper actually is very attracting because we all know Bielsa plays that very aggressive football. Uh-huh. Boys has been hot as of late, as I mentioned, and it's you know, it's for the taking for either or uh, either of the, of the clubs. Um, I believe Leeds is in a lower position than West Ham, though
1: on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Leeds has has had its moments in the top six, top seven area. So, you know, they could, with a win, I think they, they inch closer to it once again. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting game. It is one of the top matches. Um, if you look down in the description, uh, we do have some top matches listed for this weekend. And Oh, yeah, the first one and it is one of them uh and so we move on to saturday 12th december early morning game it is on peacock boo peacock
1: <laughs>
0: still not vibing with it um and peacock has kind of been awful in the sense that it takes away some of the very juicy matches that we can all partake yeah. in and thanks to them and <laughs> We can't watch them because we don't feel like paying another subscription. Um,
1: so, that is the truth.
0: So for those of you, you know, using those certain broadcast measures, uh, good luck. Uh, but yeah, I just wait for the highlights. We have <laughs> 7.30 in the morning, Wolverhampton hosting Aston Villa. Aston Villa did not play last weekend. Uh, Sal informed me due to the game being suspended for some odd reason. Um, Wolverhampton got... They're butts handed to by Liverpool. Wolverhampton is kind of a wishy-washy team this season. So mm-hmm. with that being said, Ashton Villa rocking and rolling, well, at times. I'm going to go Villa 3-0. Um,
1: I'm actually going to go the opposite way only because I, Wolves need a win, here, I think. Uh, this is a big game for them if they want to try to stay in that top 10, top 12 type race, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1, Wolverhampton, or uh, my apologies, 2-1 to Portugal B.
0: My biggest concern with Wolverhampton now uh, is the loss of Raul Jimenez.
1: Yeah, for And sure. then
0: also Diogo Jota.
1: Jota. If mm-hmm. we see
0: what he's been doing at Liverpool, he could be doing at Wolverhampton. And right, he <laughs> Right. So that's my, my main reason as to why I go with Villas. For who Mendes was there, I'd probably still not take him for the win, but I'd have a different scoreline because uh, he can't put the ball in the back of the net. And so we move down to the 10 o'clock game, which is also on Peacock. I'm not sure how many games are on Peacock. Uh, let me see. Four this weekend. I believe it's always four. Yeah, Thank goodness is not – Good games, but they're right. the only game that I'm interested in that I can't watch, so that sucks. Um, we have Newcastle hosting West Brom Albion. Newcastle did not partake last weekend, they were the other team in that Villa game that got mm-hmm. suspended. West Brom, on the other hand, got their butts handed to like <laughs> Crystal Palace, uh, in a 5 1 loss. Newcastle, week off they definitely going to get the win here. West Brom not playing great football. Um, my score though, I'm going to go two nil, uh, Newcastle United.
1: Uh, I've got actually got the same score for that game, two 0 Newcastle.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty easy. Um, but these this probably is going to be a game where West Brom pulls something
1: out of there. Yeah, of their mm. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. To be honest with you.
0: <laughs> uh, and then. Another top match of this weekend at the 1230 30 uh, p.m. Eastern time slot, uh, 9 30 uh, Pacific for Sal and those of you guys in the West Coast. It is Manchester United hosting the Citizens at Old Trafford. You guys are not a great home team this season.
1: No, not um, at <laughs> all. Not at all, bro.
0: Pep is finding his. His step, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got coming? What do you how do you what are your feelings going into this game? And especially after this <laughs> poor week.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's rough, man, because I want to say before riola comes out and says what he says, bro. I'm confident, you know what I'm saying? Because Paul had come out previous, he said something really good in the media. He like, yo, I was really sick with COVID, but now I'm back. The reason I came to United is to be successful. I was here for my teammates. You know, it was like, boom, and we're about to go into that game. Like, oh, we had a big week. Pogs, feeling better. Oh, it's lit. And then the you know the giant squid octopus that is fucking Mino Raiola, man. Just you know, what I'm saying times it just right. Says the craziest thing that you can possibly say right before the biggest match and the biggest week of our season, and effectively just – I mean, even though it shouldn't be to the standard where this guy comes out and opens his mouth and then it blows up everything, it did because Paul doesn't start – Paul starts that game if Raiola doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Paul starts that Champions League game if Raiola doesn't do that. And if you, I don't know if you were able to watch it, but once he Paul came on in that game, you know what I'm saying, you see why you don't start – I mean, you don't bench a fit Paul Pogba. You know what I'm saying? The guy's influence is crazy. Yeah. Very upset with him though, but that's we'll talk about that later. I already talked about it last night, but yeah, to answer the question, I'm nervous, man. I'm not confident, or I'm not as confident as I was. You know, I don't know what the mind state of the team is. It doesn't look like Paul's gonna start uh, that game either. Um, Fred will be back, so that's a big um, but as far as my confidence level, how I feel, I'm definitely nervous. About it because <laughs> I don't want to drop any more points uh, while the race is this close. I want to be able to just keep picking up points that way. You know, when things do get dicey, we're not out of it before Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And that's normally what's happened the last four or five seasons. We've been out of it by Christmas time, and then the rest of the season is just, you know, whatever.
0: Big spot.
1: Exactly. You know what I mean? So I'm nervous, bro. I'm nervous because we need a win, especially after what happened midweek. We need a reaction. I'm freaking scared. Yeah. Right.
0: But like I mentioned, you guys haven't been good at home. Nope. What is your What is your prediction?
1: Uh, I'm still gonna rock with the boys, man. I think it's gonna be tough. Uh, I think it's gonna be tough. Uh, but um, you know, my my optimism about this team is starting to to want to waver just a little bit. <laughs> but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna stay positive. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two one United in a in a in a in a tough match. Two one, you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't have you losing, so
1: <laughs> well, to, go. to start it off, <laughs> that way. <laughs> um,
0: but I am leaning towards a Benzie special. Um, I think it makes things a little bit more exciting. Uh, probably not for you,
1: but yeah, for the way, <laughs> the, for,
0: for the, way the table goes, right? Um, being that I believe City is a spot right behind you guys, mm-hmm. um, so they are, you know, uh. Snipping at your heels.
1: I wouldn't be upset with a draw, though. Like I wouldn't. I'll take that. Like, okay. I mean, anything other than the loss, bro. I just don't want to lose. Dog. That's the thing about. It. Like, don't just don't lose the game.
0: Yeah, basically, See, just don't get leapfrogged by City.
1: Yeah, man. Like, let's stay. Let's let's put a run together, bro. We got. We're in the Europa League now. Let's put a run. I'm not watching that tournament, by the way. That's so whatever. Uh, <laughs>
0: so basically stay in contention is what you're
1: saying yes yes let's fight to the end of this thing man I got
0: you. Uh, i'm gonna just go you got two one i'll go two two
1: okay i'll take that
0: i'll go two two um reason being your defense your defensive choices should i say um yeah. have been horrible uh re- remind me if like just Make sure I'm not wrong here, but was Alex Tellis playing left back against West Ham?
1: Uh, against West Ham, he was, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Regardless of that first goal, the dude is 10 times more solid than Luke Shaw. Maguire, though, on the other hand, is wavering. He's reached this peak where he was not a great player, but he was a solid player in that in defensive line. And now, he just looks kind of off here and there. He's kind of basically doing a veron at the moment.
1: If right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, sad though because he, like, he early on this season, he took a lot of heat. You know what I'm saying? And then since that heat he's taken, he's been playing really good, to be fair. And then, you know, we had Champions League and then he looks like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So.
0: um, And then your midfield choices again. Oh, my God. Just, I don't know. And then, I'm gonna bring it up as much as you hate me hating on your boy, but Marshall needs to find the net when he plays. Or yeah, he needs to start ha- finding it more.
1: Yeah, he's injured, so but okay. No, you want to bring up the boy? He's hurt right now, so don't don't. Well, you
0: know, yeah, I, I actually remember you bring that up, but yeah. I'm just
1: saying. No, for sure, for sure, he, when, he's a big part of the team. He needs it, to start contributing.
0: Definitely is, uh, but it is good to see Greenwood doing what he's doing. So, oh
1: yes, sir, I like that.
0: Um. But yeah, so if it wasn't for your defense and and Ole's uh, choices in lineup, I would probably go with you guys a little bit more um, because Pep has squandered a lot of opportunities himself this season, so it is possible for him to lose. With um, that being said, we have 2-1, 2-2, and we move on to the 3 o'clock game, which is on Peacock, it's one game that I'm seriously interested in, and it is mm-hmm. Everton hosting – Chelsea. The Toffees are
1: struggling. I don't even know. Yeah, they're
0: struggling <laughs> right now. Um, I don't know if, like, I, my my assumption is tactics. Uh, Ancelotti has been figured out. Um, he needs to change something. The the players that he picks for his lineups are solid. Uh, there's no way around it. It's just. They're, they're lacking something. I don't know what it is at the moment. Um, they should have beat Burnley, um, but then again, they don't take advantage of those kind of games as of late. So, again, it costs them, and they're just squandering and moving slowly down the table, which is not a good look, especially after the way they started the season. Uh, my score, though, Chelsea is a difficult team to score against. Lampard has his... Uh, is together. So with that being said, I'm just gonna go for a two one victory for Everton, although it's hard for me to see it actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. They are they are sinking right now. Um uh, and with the way Chelsea's playing, I don't know. I don't think um their suffering stops this weekend. I actually got three uh, one Chelsea in this game.
0: That's fair enough. That's fair um so that makes it we make it through the saturday games and now we move on to sunday we got one two three four five games to watch uh well five if you have peacock uh, four if you don't and the first game we start off at seven in the morning is southampton hosting sheffield united this is sunday 13th december danny Ings is back I'm um, Field Talk. We love the boy. We gave him a lot of hate last season. Uh, but he's he's proven to be a little bit more solid than we thought he was. Uh he's kind of becoming into the next uh Vardy party, but we don't really have a, a rhyming name for him that you know that that, that rolls up the tongue nicely as Vardy party. Yeah.
1: So.
0: um Sheffield, bottom of the table. I know that much about the table. Um <laughs> and yeah, I don't see them moving hard. up from it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Still haven't found a lot, uh, a win this season. I believe they they are the only winless team left now. Uh if Danny Yang starts, then it's definitely a Southampton win. If not, it's still a Southampton win. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-1. Uh I'm going to go yeah,
1: I, I don't they're not Southampton's not losing. Or, well, Sheffield United not winning, I should say. Uh, Southampton 2 0. Danny Ings, James Ward, Prowse. Okay. Fair enough. Like clockwork, bro. And so, with
0: that uh, easy contest <laughs> out of the way, <laughs> we move to the 9 15 slot. We have Crystal Palace hosting Tonham, another London derby, derby, whatever you want to call it. Um, not as big, but it, it still is a London matchup crystal Palace these are some there's sometimes a team that you know the first place second place club is you know making a, a run and they're they're just like the the roadblock they they hurt you when when you're when you're feeling good mm-hmm. um, i don't see that happening though tottenham coming off a two nil victory against Arsenal at the moment they are owning london uh they did tie with Chelsea um, did Chelsea beat Arsenal yet, or they haven't even played? Right.
1: I feel like they played for some reason, but it might not have been a league game. Yeah, I I'm not. It was,
0: I think it was that Carabao Cup.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I don't think they've actually played. I think that game's coming up soon, though.
0: Yeah, it probably is. Um, so for the time being, Spurs is owning London. Um, and they could own it that much more this weekend with a win at Crystal Palace, which I see happening. Um. Although Crystal Palace did have a great game last weekend, 5-1 victory that I said earlier to West Brom. I'm going to go – I'm going to go into a 2-0 victory for for Spurs and Mourinho.
1: Yep, same for me. <laughs> I was going to say the carbon copy, 2-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mourinho special, 1-0 or 2-0.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like, he's only – like, what well, he's had high-scoring teams probably, like, one every so of seasons.
1: Yes, yeah, so what like a couple of every couple of seasons he has like an offensive like juggernaut, bro. It just, like yeah. drops hella, hella points, hella goals. Yeah, um, um, looks like he's back, bro.
0: Tonham is scoring quite a lot though. Um, yeah. and they're, they're they're not conceding. They're I think they're the best uh, like defensive team in in terms of not conceding goals this season. I would but I would say the next. Actually, I would probably give it Chelsea then him because Chelsea has a lot more clean sheets, I believe. Um so yeah. So another reason why Everton might struggle uh, in that game that we talked about just a couple minutes ago. Uh so we move on to the eleven thirty slot. We have Fulham hosting Liverpool.
1: It's a simple one for me. So
0: I'm gonna go three 0 They won four 0 last weekend. Oh. Liverpool takes them
1: four 0 Liverpool
0: okay so there we go. Sorry, Fulham. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I believe you guys are still not you're, you, you guys are out of the relegation zone, but it's Liverpool. I don't think you can handle it.
1: they bro just outside of <laughs> <A> relegation. <laughs> yeah,
0: I figured as much. And then we have at the at the 215 slot oh we have two games at 215. the first one mm-hmm. we'll go over is Arsenal hosting Burnley. Burnley has given some of the top teams a difficult run as Tottenham, uh, Everton, uh, and a couple others. And then other times against teams like Man City, they lose 5-0. So you never know what Burnley you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates, Forrest Gump. Nice. Arsenal, (laughs) though, can't score. (laughs) So... This could easily be a Benzi special.
1: This could be a snooze fest, man. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, Arteta needs to pull something out of the hat, and it has to be special grandeur. I'm not sure if I use if I pronounce that word correctly, but whatever. Roast me if you like. Um, <laughs> ah, man, I want to go Benzi special, but at the same time. I want to see Arsenal start making some moves.
1: I was just about to say the same thing, bro.
0: You know, so it's like I really don't know which direction to go in.
1: I, I, don't, <laughs> know.
0: I don't know. Like, because the way Arsenal's playing is like, how do I have enough faith to right?
1: To, well, for a win, for me, bro, I'm just gonna say this, like. them them boys need to start winning some games dog so (laughs) i'm gonna go one nil arsenal because again for some reason i've been ridiculously pro arsenal this season on field talk uh but my faith is wavering in them as well even though like i just want to go back to roasting the hell out of arsenal you know what i'm saying but i'm a man united fan so it's like it's not even it defeats the purpose but still if just just win the game arsenal one nil arsenal it's hard, and it's
0: hard to roast them in the position that they're in right now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's easy, but it's hard if you get what I'm if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, like you have all the arsenal, pun intended, to you know, flame them, but then at the same time, it's just like you rather flame the the fourth place. Uh, Arsenal team than the fifteenth place. Arsenal yeah, you know team. what I'm
1: saying. I'd rather them get roasted for always coming in fourth, not being like, "Why are you at the bottom of the table?" That's not what's yeah. supposed to be happening. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just weird. We're uh, yeah. go mm-hmm. gonna go one nil. I'm gonna. You see, we don't have the Arsenal man here to help us out. Uh, to help me out, I'm not sure if Party is gonna be back. Um, I'm not sure how they did. How they even did today in Europa League. Um. Man, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go
1: 2-1. Arsenal? Yeah. I'm
0: gonna go 2-1 Arsenal.
1: Well, pro Arsenal preview.
0: We'll see. We'll see if uh if our predictions pay any dividends. Um and then we have final game of the weekend, same time as the Arsenal Burnley game, 215, Eastern eleven. Yeah, 11-15 Pacific, uh, Leicester City hosting Brian Hove and Albion. Brian's been somewhat a tough team at times, uh, but, you know, Vardy Party, Telemans, uh Ianacho, <laughs> Michael, you know, they've been actually holding their own. Uh, I believe they're in fifth, fourth, something
1: like that. Or let's see, yeah, they are in uh fourth place. Yes,
0: yeah, so you see, they're in, um, what's his name? Freaking Brendan Rodgers, uh, doing doing work, um, repeating defeats of last season, could do even better. Um, so to go with that, I'm gonna give Lester a 4 1 victory.
1: Um, okay. Well, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to – table's been pretty cut and dry. I mean, the the prediction's been pretty cut and dry. You named a bunch of people on the Leicester team. I'm going to name one man on Brighton, and his name is Danny Welbeck. One-nil Brighton in the shocker of the weekend. (laughs) Danny Welbeck. Holy cow. Danny Welbeck, bro. Dog, don't ever sleep on Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck scored in the Burner Bay. We'll never forget (laughs) – Big Danny. <laughs> um Brighton, bro. Shocker of the weekend.
0: All right. I'll take it. Um, and by the way, uh Sunday's games, we have NBC Sports Network for the Southampton game, multiple broadcasters, Crystal Palace game, same for Fulham, same for Arsenal, and then Peacock TV for the Leicester Brighton. If I forgot to mention that, which I believe I did. That's to why I'm doing this. Um, So, give me the tabla, por favor, Justino.
1: You got it. The tabla is as follows. Tottenham Hotspur take out the top spot. Liverpool second. Chelsea third. Leicester City fourth. Southampton surprisingly holding down the first spot with Man United at six and Man City at seven. David Moyes' West Ham United at eight. Carlo Ancelotti's Everton at nine. And then Wolverhampton round out the top ten. Then... The exciting half of the table, <laughs> uh, 11, you have Crystal Palace, 12 at Villa, Newcastle at 13, Leeds United 14, Arsenal in 15, Brighton in 16, and then Fulham, just outside of the relegation zone, at uh, 17. And then you have the three relegation fodder teams, which are Burnley at 18, West Brom at 19, and Sheffield United at the bottom with a measly one point. <laughs> That is. Woo. <laughs> so for for West Ham, I mean for West Brom, Burnley, and Fulham, uh any type of points in any of their games could have that the whole bottom half looking crazy. Sheffield United, on the other hand, they could win the next two and they ain't getting out of there. <laughs> it might. It depends. It depends on what the Bernie and West Brom do. They might, if they win two games, they might be able to get out. But I see I see these teams picking up points before Sheffield. So Oh, relegation battle starting to heat up.
0: Definitely. Um because yeah, two two wins and two losses by Burnley and West Brom moves them to to 18th. So they're still in relegation. Yeah. Um, they'll be tied with Fulham on points, but I believe goal differential unless we'll they find a, a way to, to score some, yeah. They, that would you now play the big difference in in all of it. Um so yeah. Looking tough, which is funny though, they've scored more goals. Wait, no, never mind. I'm that's that's the losses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at 10
0: and then a and then minus and it, like the goal differential, and I'm like, oh, never mind. That is 10 losses, ladies and gents. Um, so yeah, that's whew, man, that's I don't know how god that has to hurt.
1: I don't know, I don't know how, how they. Season, man.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, like, I would like to, like, speak or talk to a player like on one of those clubs and just just get a grasp of their mental state. Of, like knowing that, like, they have to go out on the pitch and try to perform, you know, to the best of their ability. And they're just fighting just to get out of this position. It's just nuts, man. And especially for a team like Sheffield, one point in 11 match weeks. Like freaking nuts, man. We've yeah. seen there's plenty of time, but it's just it like it's just hard to comprehend for a team that was like uh Sal said the last episode balloting for Europa League spot at yeah. S, you know?
1: Based on what they did last season, it's really shocking. Yeah, it's but they didn't spend any money though, so
0: yeah, unfortunately they didn't and they lost their their goalie. Um he went back to your club. So exactly. So they got, they got to blame him, definitely. <laughs> um, so we move on to
1: hot topics.
0: Um, brought to you by nobody. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, that there's going to be a day where I say brought to you by hot pockets. I mean, I <laughs> as I'm going to love it. As I'm doing it, the first time I do, I'm going to bite into one. It's going to burn the roof of my mouth like they usually do.
1: Oh, man. And then, you know,
0: we'll, we'll move forward. Um, just a quick random question. You've had a hot pocket before, right?
1: What? Where well, are you asking me that? Of course. I know. Some people yeah. don't
0: like them, so I don't know if you. Uh,
1: no, absolutely. I've had several hot pockets in my day. We've had hot you, pockets together at my house. <laughs> oh <so>, yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: do 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 you hate the fact that sometimes when you when you warm them up, they like blow up? In a sense, and they leak the cheese or whatever the hell,
1: yeah, like the pops out the back and whatnot, yeah, Yeah. or all that shit. It bothers me. And then it's like sometimes you can never really tell, like, if it's gonna burn your mouth, like, you'll take one bite and it's nice and warm, and then another time you bite (laughs) it and it'll singe the hell out of your host. They're definitely not boring to eat,
0: bro, yeah, definitely not. It's uh, it's an adventure every time you eat one. Um, all right, so question of the week. No, I'm just kidding, it's not that serious. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's see. So we got Man United and City, right? Both teams were not doing so hot to start the season. Both teams have a game in hand, I believe. And now you guys are neck and neck um, on the table. And you guys are slowly coming into your own. Does, all right. Do you see any moves in the transfer window, that will help your club
1: coming up. Uh, um, Sancho, Open, McConnell.
0: Do you think those? Well, let's pretend that they are able to be made. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, would if they are able to be made, is your club mm-hmm. like? Is this something your club has been? Um, is this a food show or? Is, Hey man, sometimes you just gotta talk about different topics, all right? <laughs>
1: all right. Yeah um, we're trying to get sponsored here, bro.
0: Yeah, for real. We gotta talk good about some, you know, some foods. Um so yeah. Okay, so you Sancho uh, uh,
1: up uh up <laughs> but yeah. one,
0: why those two two will your club really go for them, or is this just a rumor? Uh, Just a a want?
1: Well, I mean, it's definitely a want, but it's also a necessity. Like I said, uh, since before Sir Alex left, we haven't had a a solid right-sided attacker. Uh, Jaden Sanso fits that need. He fits that criteria, uh, his skill level. Uh, He's a game changer. You know what I mean? Uh, A lineup of rashford martial sancho with the mixing of greenwood and cavani you tell me who wants to play that rotation every every night with bruno pulling the strings in behind that changes games man that changes games uh it gives opposition another thing to look at open McConnell. um he's a young young powerful defender strong um you know he's an upgrade over probably most of our defenders i want to say harry Maguire still you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's a captain. He obviously he can he has his moments where you're like, all right, I can see how we possibly paid 80 million for him, but he's got to be more consistent. I think that Open is just at the right age to be able to come in. We've got Sebe as well, who's 23, young. So then you buy in Open he's 21. That's a young core of very talented center backs right there um, that you can pull from. Uh, when you have people like Eric Baily, who's a fantastic defender but stays injured, when you have uh, Victor Lindelof, who's inconsistent, when you have Harry Maguire, who is also inconsistent, you know, just to have that option, um, I think that definitely changes the game. I, I really do. I really do feel that way. I feel like we're good in midfield, um, regardless of what happens with Park. But I think the right side of the attack and another defender puts us in a very good spot. Honestly. We need that, man. Especially the right side of attacker. Like I I can't stress that I can't stress that enough, man. Like, since before Sir Alex, bro, Luis Nani was playing on the right at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't had a right a right of a, a, a bona fide right winger, right attacker. You know, Rashford's occupied that spot, Martial's occupied that spot, Greenwood plays there, but that's not where those guys play, you know. Get Jaden Sancho in there with Bruno behind, with what Bruno's doing
0: if, yeah, if these good. players if these players that you have don't suit the, the 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 formation why doesn't the formation change to suit the players that you have
1: because i don't know bro ali gonna man'm I'm, I'm not the man
0: because you you we when we first started this season there was this talk about the diamond formation right diamond formation yeah, then, just about everything you have Rashford, which plays on the wing but you would say he's a striker? Yes. So with that diamond formation, you have two up top, a Rashford Cavani, a guy that could hold up the ball because one, he's getting up there in age and two, you have Rashford that can run in behind and he's proven it time and time again. He's had plenty of runs um, in many games. Uh, the most notable PSG um, and then um, I saw him get get loose a couple of times against uh, West Ham Mm-hmm. uh just last weekend um and there's been other games i just can't recall them all um <clears throat> so why does any you know go to that formation because you guys have had success in it um it's not like just a formation where it's like you know oh we need to go boss the walls okay let's change things up you know what i'm saying so you can you have subs that are you know that will fill those Certain same positions you could do swap for swap kind of deal. Um, is it just a do you think it's just a, a formality of comfort for for Ole? Or
1: uh, I think I think it is, I think it is. Um, because for me, I, I feel like the diamond formation it kind of put like it shows it highlights our best, our strongest part of the team, which right now, which w- has been the weakest part, but right now it's the midfield with Pogba, Bruno, Van de Beek, Fred. You know what I'm saying? those are That's the strongest part of our team right now. Um, and, and you're able to, when you do that with the four in midfield, you're able to, you know what I'm saying, get the best. You could put Fred on the right, Pogba on the left of that midfield uh, with uh, Bruno um, at 10. And and Pogba and uh, Bruno, can they could all, they could, that's why I don't understand that whole thing with Pogba being mad about the tennis, but I don't get that. It's a team game, bro. You guys switch at any time and be, you could be the guy pulling the string. It's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying? It's not. That's why, yeah, like, anyways, let me stay on point. Like, I don't know, ever since Arsenal, we ran a diamond against Arsenal, and that game just, I don't know what happened. I haven't really seen it much since we lost to Arsenal um, early on. Um, maybe he just doesn't see enough from it, doesn't trust that formation. He feels much better. He feels more much more, more comfortable in the four-two-three-one, 2 three, one, uh, which is a formation that I'm slowly starting to hate more and more. I don't know why. I mean, I used to like it, now I can't stand it. I'm a four three three guy. But you know, um, I don't know, man. I don't know why. I, I maybe he just doesn't see enough success or he doesn't trust the players to play it. I'm not really sure, man. But I'd like to see it a lot more to be honest.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it should be ran more because you have the players capable of running it and- exactly. It's just you know I I feel like it, it comes back to that, to that conversation piece where, where you said that Ole doesn't uh get his tactics right at times.
1: And mm-hmm. so maybe
0: that plays a part into it as well.
1: Yeah, he's just not good at adjusting, man. Like if the things are not working, he's not good at like, all right, well, this shit ain't working, let me do something else. It's not like he'll ride it out, bro. He'll ride it out like whatever, bro. I can't it just okay. frustrates. Hey, man, because we shouldn't be in, like, you know, we should still be in Champions League, though, But whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: So we have a very interesting title race uh, so far uh, going into Week 12. We have Mourinho holding the top spot, Klopp and Liverpool holding the second, and Lampard and Chelsea holding the third. Will we see them being the only three? Or will there be another team throwing their hat in the ring?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be a, one or two more teams that actually throw their hat in the ring. Um, we've already seen, like the way the Premier League season is going so far, is very inconsistent. Liverpool lost seven. Scorelet Aston Villa scored seven goals on them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy in itself. I mean, we also lost six one to Spurs. Like, so I, I feel like for the first time. In maybe two or three years, the Premier League's is uh, actually a lot more open than it's been. You know, it's not one or two teams that you see can win it. You can see a couple of maybe four or five teams actually coming around and, and, and getting it done. Um, so I think it's going to be definitely more than two teams for sure. Hopefully the next in the next five games, we'll definitely see if that comes to pass, because I think these next five games for everybody in that top 10 of the table is huge. Um, so I think we'll for sure see um, if. The title race is going to be more than two teams in the next five games for sure. I think. Yeah,
0: so. I definitely agree with you, and especially bringing up the point that in the next five matches, um, I'm going to say the next matches leading up to the new year are mm-hmm. really is it really going to shape the the Premier League table. Um, I do like the the concept of Mourinho winning the league, um, one <laughs> because I said it, and two um, because it'll just be you know, great uh, media um, overall, but the fact that after this weekend, all teams in the Premier League are going to be learning a lot about themselves and the managers per se, uh, being the fact that we got done with Champions League so far, um, and that was a burden for the Champions League teams Um, in terms of rotation and rest and also the Europa League teams um, and I think the per- the team that's taken it the hardest has been Arsenal I'm um, doing well in one and just completely shambolic in, in the other aspect of being the league I also uh, it's just you know Mourinho has something going for him Klopp has found his his rhythm so has Pep Ole I guess you could say has found it um, but You guys don't have success at home. So this weekend is going to be a test um, and it's literally pass or fail Um, a tie. I guess you can consider a pass um, because you keep yourself in contention. But like I said, limited days rest coming up leading up all the way up to the new year. There's a game on Tuesday, Wednesday, then Saturday, everybody plays Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, everybody plays. So this constant, you know, loads of games is gonna, we're gonna, we'll probably see a lot more upsets as, as we've seen starting off the season. And I agree with you that the table is going to look a lot different. I just, for the sake of it, hope that Mourinho finds a way to stay on <laughs> top, <laughs> to be biased in, in sorts. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, to, to get your, uh, your thought process on that one, uh, be, and especially because your team as well is, is is fighting is fighting for a chance to make it into the top four, um, mm-hmm. and a win and a win this weekend will help help your cause um, and the rest of the Man you fan base. Um, my next question, I guess we'll go back to we'll go back to Man United. I'm not sure if if we gone about uh, about on about this, but you have brought it up before, and you're saying Bruno Fernandez for a Ballon d'Or
1: consider oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: plead your case my man.
1: Why not? Why not? I mean, I don't understand what are what's the criteria for a Ballon d'Or winner? I mean, look at the well, cha- The look- thing
0: is the Ballon d'Or criteria is is very uh is trash to begin with. Oh. You know, so mm-hmm. uh people want to say it's based on goals. People want to say it's based on trophies. Um And that's cool. Yeah. Um, but that player did not win that trophy on his own. And, you know, so it's hard to just put the trophy talk into consideration. Um, I guess it's hard though, also because it is kind of hypocritical in a sense because a player of that statue, that's scoring goals and winning trophies Well, you're doing something right. Right. Uh, and, we can't take credit away from that because we have a player like Lewandowski that got cheated out of winning a Ballon d'Or last season. or Absolutely.
1: Last season. Absolutely. Um, how you-
0: um, so in terms of that, how would you stack Bruno Fernandes against Lewandowski?
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, if we're going to do it like that, I mean, I can't stack him up because he doesn't score nearly as much goals as Lewandowski does, but... And, and again, I don't want to be misconstrued that I'm saying that he Bruno should win the B- Ballon d'Or. I'm saying that he should be considered. He should definitely be somebody that they're talking about. Based off when he came to Man United in January, what Man United has become since he's come in, the numbers that he's put up in the league. I mean, bro, I was looking at some numbers that he put up. He's got like 20 goals, something. Hold on, man. How do I find his numbers, bro? I'm just saying, from influence, from an influence standpoint, you know what I mean. He's completely changed the game. Yeah, we haven't won anything, but he's completely transformed the team going forward in his image. Uh, he's already got 11 goals this season, like seven assists altogether. He's been there. He's got like 20 something goals. Uh, about I think about seven, eight, 17, 18 assists. You know, something like that. I mean, at this point, uh, he's. Obviously, he's got to be more consistent doing it, but he hasn't. He hasn't stopped. You know what I'm saying? Like since he's got to the club in January, he's been phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Like his name is mentioned in every. You know, what I mean, he's he affects he's affected the game in every game he's played. You know what I'm saying? Completely changed it. Uh, whether he's scoring, creating. Oh, the the chance creations are ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? The chance re- that he's created in the league or since he's been at United ridiculous everybody wants to talk about how good kevin de bruyne is world class de- bruno's numbers are shitting on de bruyne's numbers this season but you don't hear anything you still hear more about de bruyne than you hear about bruno you know what i'm saying and you'll hear you'll hear de bruyne's name in an, in an, in a better conversation before bruno hernandez um i just think that with what bruno's impact has been in almost a calendar year i feel like he should at least be discussed you know what I'm saying, up there, like, hey, this guy is doing doing work.
0: No, yeah, I'll definitely give it to you um, from what he's done. And he's actually also not only uh, demonstrated his skills on the field, but as a as a vocalist on the team. Yes, like he's absolutely. School, uh, taken, um, he's, he's also taken that title. Um, and I totally agree with you. He should be put into consideration because to this day, I'm – super excited for him um and and, you know and i love him to bits luka Modric won a ballon d'Or, um and you can ask me why he won that (laughs) i can't tell you why to be honest um Mm -hmm. in the sense that he's a great player yes uh he single-handedly took croatia to a world cup final you know that in itself is a big feat and you could see the exhaustion of that he was dealing with after that final like Yeah, they lost and whatnot, um, but
1: played his heart out that whole tournament. that
0: man put everything he had into it. Um, uh, And so, you know, sometimes I feel like a moral cause should be thrown into the fact of a player's consideration into not moral, but I guess characteristic or characteristics Mm -hmm. should be also considered for you know a player to be a ballon d'or um it shouldn't just be all about numbers it should be about the person it should be like a humanitarian kind of award in the sense plus numbers you know right what I'm saying? um influence what yeah what how does he influence the game as a whole to you know um men women and children across the across the world um because that world cup run in itself could inspire thousands to millions of people, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it doesn't take you to score the ball, but just the way that you pass, you handle the effort you put into, into the game, you know, things of that nature should also be considered. And not only does Bruno have that uh, being a vocalist um, and his skills and, you know, his passion for the game, but you said his numbers are also adding to that equation. Um, so, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um but it'd be hard to say that he'll win it.
1: But it'd, yeah, no, for
0: it'd be, it, it, he'd easily be in the top five.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I Like I said, I don't know about him winning it. I, I feel like he definitely has the opportunity to. No, definitely. that's what I'm saying, top I'm five. Saying, right. I'm saying that he deserves, at this point in time, he deserves to be in that top five conversation. Um, You know what I'm saying? if the If the voting stopped right now, I would put money on him being on that stage at least. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I think I would have a good argument to say that he should be up there. So
0: Definitely, especially with the likes of Messi and Ronaldo not doing what they used to do, and right in the, in the in the era which they dominated the Ballon d'Or. Right. Yeah, um, this whole Ballon d'Or race is gonna the the race for it is gonna change dramatically.
1: Exactly, because um, that criteria yeah. now because Messi and Ronaldo are doing superhuman shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I don't, Dialed back, but it just can't be all about goals, man.
0: Yeah, I think this is when it's gonna start coming down back to where it used to be. You had defenders winning it, you had midfield midfielders winning yeah. it. You didn't just have Messi, Ronaldo trying to outscore each other and out mm-hmm. and, and win more titles than one another. Um, and I feel like at in I feel like that era also is very unjust because there are so many players besides the two that were great on so many levels, but they got overlooked because of the out of this world feats that yeah. two were, we're creating.
1: It's it's uh, similar to, it's it's un- kind of like a Michael Jordan scenario. Think about all the stars that are overlooked because they played at the same time that Michael played, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's the funny. same thing in this. Look at Neymar. Neymar is a fantastic talent, bro. One of the best players in the world. And he's not even gotten, he's maybe got close one time.
0: But he's making a name again.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He played, He, <laughs> he looks. He was tearing up Old Trafford too, bro. Like he looks yeah. good, bro. He, he's yeah. still higher. hell, so. man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, if he can so. stay, if he can stay off the injury list, Neymar definitely will be back into consideration. Especially with the with the hype of Ronaldo and Messi dying extremely right. low right now.
1: It's about um, to be his world.
0: Yeah, um, Messi has barely scored any La Liga goals. He's barely done anything in Champions League. So you can't Doesn't really, really do mess these even, you know, close to the arena or convention. Exactly. That thing is being held, you know, it's just a setup. And UEFA is, or FIFA as a whole is just, you know, participating in some kind of mafia crime or something. Um, <laughs> because there's so many other players right now that are doing way better. Neymar, Bruno Fernandes, um, you know, and the likes. And so and so, yeah. It, it definitely. We look forward to seeing what's going to happen. You pleaded your case. I agree with you. Now it's up to the journalists and <laughs> FIFA employees to, you know, actually uh, meet us in the middle, uh, which is never happens. But we hope. Um, so yeah, is there anything that you would like to talk about uh, Premier League wise?
1: Um, well, yeah, actually, I was, ho- I wanted to, to be here because I-, I sent this interview to the chat and I, I was very interested to see. He already kind of said how he felt a little bit, but I wanted to ask him a little bit more about it on the show. Uh, but since we're here, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go ahead and just ask your opinion on it. Um, okay. was an interview with, uh, Robin Van Persie, um, and recently, I believe, uh, let's see. This is, Yeah, it's very interesting, so I want to hear your take on it. Um, so Van Persie says, at Arsenal, I didn't feel like we were on the level to compete. One day, the chairman of Arsenal showed me how healthy the club was by showing me their positive numbers. I told him, I don't give a shit about these numbers. I want to lift the Premier League <laughs> trophy. And then he he goes on to say, we felt it would be best to leave for a club outside of England. The deal with Juventus was close, but the chairman of Arsenal was stubborn towards Juventus. I told him that my other two options were Manchester City or Manchester United. So it's at your own risk. And then we all know what happened. He went to United. Now, I'm hearing that, bro. What are your thoughts on, uh, on that whole situation with Ben Percy and Arsenal football club, man? Well, How did they let that happen?
0: <laughs> I do got to say this. Hold on uh give me a second i'm gonna use it for this for my second time this week hashtag (laughs) Um, you see uh for being petty and for letting personal grudges uh that's why they said they always say never let business get personal um and this is what happens when business gets personal he ends up going to a rival club and starts banging in goals uh, has adds on to his amazing career and lifts the Premier League trophy
1: um <laughs> right after
0: so so yeah basically the point is don't ever let business be personal uh let the player do what's right if things were already set in stone just you know push it through let it happen um let bygones be bygones uh so to say um so ben percy you know great player um still don't like the fact he made that worldy against eker casillas but, <laughs> but <laughs> other than that um yeah uh, there's not really much you could say except that they made a horrible horrible mistake there and that's
1: uh, <laughs> We'll definitely have to bring that up again once Sal is on here because I would love to hear his take on that. Because it, it clearly, based off his reaction in the chat, he just that's the first time he's heard of that scenario. So,
0: yeah, I'm reading it. He says <laughs> um, he's like, he's like, BS, now I'm pissed. Yeah, <laughs> which, like I said, right. he should he should girl mm-hmm. and yeah, Arsenal fans wouldn't dislike him. I'm sure not every Arsenal fan dislikes Van Persie, but you saw him score goals on you, you saw him lift up a trophy when that's the way he could have brought to you know to yeah. Arsenal. Um, remember
1: United is one of Arsenal's heated rivals, bro, in the Premier League history. So, yeah. so that's a big and he told the owner at your own risk, bro. Those are my other two teams. I'm glad he chose uh yes. red.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. Because if he was playing at City at that time, who would he be playing with, though? Was he gonna be was he gonna be coached by City?
1: Uh yes. Mancini or was it actually um Man- what's his name Mancini Pellegrini. and then Pellegrini I might have been Pellegrini bro
0: Oh even then Pellegrini's like he's having he's having a good season so far in La Liga right now um and he's had you know a lot of success in his career as a manager so even with Pellegrini at the helm but I think we we know it it would have been better well it was better at, at United so I think they would have I don't think they would have lifted up a trophy at City, even with Van Persie. That's just me, uh, right? So yeah, no bias there, but it is what it is. So anywho, um, I guess we'll we'll leave out for the dub for next time.
1: Yes, we'll leave the dub for uh, the the weekend. Next time we come back, I'll some good for the dub and not for the dub options. All
0: right, so we'll be back next week. Um, we will not be live tomorrow, so I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy this uh, the, this weekend's matches. Um, if you watch another league, well, I hope whatever team you root for in that league mm-hmm. all goes well. Um, that is my case right now. Um, Saturday, my team plays Atlético de Madrid, so definitely looking forward to that game. And yeah that's that's that for tonight remember like subscribe all that good stuff and uh
1: jay you could take it away for the rest Yep, ladies and gentlemen another episode in the book brought to you in bike and bike brought <laughs> to you in, by the dynamic duo um thank you so much for sticking with us um again 2020 is rolling down field talk is not rolling down we're actually ramping up uh, so we're definitely happy to have you guys uh, follow us on the socials, please. We got Benzi with the new name, at FT underscore Benzi. Follow at Field Talk, just underscore yours truly. And my boy, at Sal Talk Soccer, who will be having a new segment on Field Talk called Sal Unhinged, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> Sal's not very hinged most of the time. So anyway. But yes, you can follow us on Twitter as well at Talk Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Talk Underscore. We are on all podcast platforms except Apple. I don't know. Politics, those that, and the third, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, all that good stuff. We are there. Content, content, content. You guys know. Thanks for joining. Peace.
0: Buenas noches, Chase. <laughs>